I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Half Hour Fantasy Podcast. I'm your host Peter, joined this week by Tom. How are you, Tom? I'm good, Peter. How are you? I'm great, Tom. Thanks for asking. Hey, no good this week. His illness is still holding up. But I like a secret, Tom. I think he's at it. I think it's because I'm, I'm beating him both in the Scottish and English fantasy game. He, he can't show face on the podcast. Ah, uh, right. You spat the dummy. That certainly makes more sense, doesn't it? <laughs> right. Anyway, on to real matters. We'll start with our league, the top three. There is no change in the first three well. So, number one is Giax Saligis, 747 overall. Second is Jack Curran, 744 overall. And third is Per Habstad, 743 overall. And the highest score I could find in the league was from TCTA with 78 points. And he had Gordon and Goals, Mulgrew 3, Captain Tavernier, remember that? 32, Gabby 6, Ralphson 8, Nothing for Boyle, Harks 2, Furuhashi 3, Abada 1, Watt 2 and Sakala 20. I knew it have something like that when I seen that score. So, their scores in rank, I'll go mine first Tom. Uh, 55 points this week, Donnie's favourite number. Gordon for one, <laughs> Freeman one, Tavernier 16, McMahon two, Captain Ralston, I never thought I would say that, Captain Ralston, 16 points, McCartan six, Harks two, Furuhashi three, Vice Captain Jota four, and Watt and Ramirez for two each, which gave me another green arrow, I'm up to six, three, five overall in the game. What about you Tom, what is your score this week and rank? Uh, I have uh, 56 points, but I took a minus four. Um, in goals, I have Clark for 11 points. Tav got me 16. Cochran got me nothing. Ryan Edwards got me two. And Captain Ralston, again, got me 16. In midfield, Harks got me two. Yota, four. Vice on Ronan, he got me three. Um, Strachan at Dundee got me nothing. Cummings at Dundee got me nothing. And Ramirez got me two points. And the rank, as 1,285. Is that a green arrow? Is that back up the way? Uh, we're back up again, yep. Right, good, I thought that. Right, so we'll move on to the game week 12 results. And uh, we had on Saturday, Aberdeen kept on a good form, 2-1 over Hearts. Celtic 0-0 at home. Disappointing result, I suppose, if you were backing heavily since so midfield. Dundee nil, St. Johnson 1. St Mirren now Dundee 1 and on Sunday Motherwell 1 Rangers 6 and an emphatic winter Rangers also they can be back to their best so talk over you thoughts from the game week and then your Tom time cool um, so as mentioned Aberdeen 2 Hearts 1 um, 
Aberdeen have hit a good run of form. They, they beat Hibs, they drew with Rangers, and now they've beat Hearts. Uh, Ferguson goal, um, and Marley Watkins also scored as well. And it was Ryan Hedges, the headband, uh, with the assist, and Dylan McGeoch as well. Ferguson was the kind of standout man. He had six shots, two of which were on target. Um, I think him, Ramirez and Watkins all seem to be the most likely for goals. However, I'd say Ferguson's not really given us the returns that he did last season. Um, Hearts, on the other hand, they've took a bit of a dip in form. Uh, they only had one shot on target this game, which was from Suter, and that was the penalty which he uh, converted. Um, I think they're probably struggling without Boyce. And uh, to polish off the game, uh, Andy Halliday was sent off with a red card. Um, Livingston, uh, nil. Uh, sorry, Selick nil. Livingston nil. Uh, Selick are really struggling in front of goal just now. The the midfield that provided us with a wealth of goals at the start of the season are starting to run out of steam a little bit. Um, Giamakis started again. Um, it wasn't a good game for him, and he did miss the penalty, which would have gave Selick the three points. Uh, their lack in accuracy, if we look at the stats, we can see Selic had 16 shots in total, but only two of which were on target. Uh, they converted so many crosses in this game, but just no one was getting on the end of them. Uh, Livingston had zero shots on target, so Joe Hart was hardly, wasn't tested at all in this game. Uh, I've seen a stat on Twitter. He's top amongst goalkeepers for clean sheets with six so far this season, so not a bad option. If we move on uh, to the next one, we've got Dundee United nil, St. Johnston 1. United lost 1-0 despite dominating the, the shots. Um, Nicky Clark missed two big chances. Um, Ryan Edwards, the defender. We've talked about Dundee United's um, defender's ability to, to get goals and assists. Ryan Edwards had two shots on target as well and also missed a big chance. Um, I'm still keen on Dundee United defenders. Uh, they're showing a lot of promise. And uh, they've already provided us with a, a quite a lot of returns up until now. Um, St Mirren nil, Dundee FC 1. It was Cillian Sheridan back up for Dundee, so that's not good for Griffiths and Cummings owners. Um, not really much to say on the two teams. There's not really much of a standout there. Um, however, I, I, I do have Ronan in my team. I think he has been quite good recently, so I'm willing to stick with him for the time being. And... That finishes us off with Motherwell 1, Rangers 6. Uh, Motherwell's goal came from Mugabe and Stephen O'Donnell was sent off in this game as well. When it comes to Rangers, goals came from Tav. Sakala obviously got the hat-trick, Kamara and Roof. An assist came from Tav. He got two. Uh, Bassey got one. Kamara got one. Stevie Davis got one and Simpson. It was actually 30 shots for Rangers, um, so they were certainly prolific in front of goal. Uh, Sakala is the obvious standout in this game, obviously bagging the hat-trick. He started to the uh, to the left of Morelos, and that seemed to work for him. I'd be interested to see what happens going forward there. Um, Bassi obviously started over Barisic, and it was McGregor that was backing goals again for Rangers. So not really a consistent goalkeeper still. Um, and it's not really a big concern because Rangers aren't really keeping um, clean sheets this season. So that concludes the roundup. Supposed to go into the top twenty. Just one comment for you further. You mentioned Celine Sheridan, but I believe he's been doing an injury since the game, so I think that's I think his season's over. So was it? Back in it, yeah. I missed okay. that one. On you go with the top top twenty, whether. Our top twenty for this week. Um, we had three goalkeepers, eight defenders, 
seven mids and just two forwards. Uh, if we look at the previous game week's totals, uh, we have 19 goalkeepers, 82 defenders, 75 midfielders and 40 forwards. That gives us a total of 22 goalkeepers so far this season, uh, 90 defenders, 82 mids and 42 forwards. Breaking it down then, see what uh, players make up this week's top 20. If we start with the goalkeepers, uh, Strijic is one of them. He obviously got the, the clean sheet against Selic and let's not forget that penalty save. Uh, Xander Clark, he got a clean sheet against Dundee United. He also got the three bonus points as well. And Lexidens, um, the Dundee keeper, he obviously got the clean sheet against St Mirren. If we move on to defenders, obviously Tav, probably the standout defender this game week. Uh, one goal and two assists. This now makes him the top scoring defender in the game. He's knocked Ralston off that spot. However, Ralston was also in this week's top 20. Um, he got a clean sheet and two bonus. Um, other defenders are Fitzwater and Nicky Devlin. Obviously, Livingston got the clean sheet against Selig. Carter Vickers. Um, obviously, Selig got the clean sheet as well in the 0-0 game. And Ashcroft, who I think is at Dundee. Um Moving on to midfielders, at Rangers we have Kamara and Davis. Uh, Kamara got one goal, one assist, one bonus and one pass point. He's the currently the highest scoring Rangers midfielder in the game. Um, Stevie Davis, not so much, one assist. I think that is his first attack and return so far this season. And he's not really assured of starts. Uh, if you look at Dundee, we've got Anderson and McMullen. They obviously got the goal and assist in this game. Uh, Crawford as well. We've got one goal, which is his first attack in return. And Aberdeen, we have Ferguson and McGeek. Uh, Ferguson got one goal and two bonus. He's only had uh, two goals and one assist so far this season. So, as mentioned, he's, it's a far cry from his form last season. Um, McGeek, he got one assist. Uh, that's now two in two games. Um, but he's only got six points so far this season. Um, I think he's really just standing in just now and I think he'll swiftly move back to the bench. Um, forwards, Sakala, obviously the hat-trick. Marley Watkins got the goal at Aberdeen. This is also his first attack in return. So if we kind of break that down, we've got a good mix of uh, uh, players which feature regularly in the top 20. And then we also have some one-game week wonders there. Good stuff. Right, I'm just going to change something here. Right. Normally I'd ask you for transfers, captains, vice-captains, Tom, but I think because this week's different, we'll do it at the end after we discuss the topic point. We'll just, yep. pick, it up. We'll just pick up on that again. So, as keen listeners, people who follow the podcast and the app online will have known, Ross County Hibs game was cancelled because of COVID. So it's been rescheduled to tomorrow night, which is Wednesday 3rd of November, which brings you a double game week. So I'll go fixtures first. So it's Ross County, there's Hibs tomorrow night. Then Saturday, we've got Abdi Motherwell, Hearts Dundee United, Livingston Hibs, St Johnson St Mern, and the Sunday, Dundee Celtic, Rangers, Ross County. But following that is the semi-finals of the League Cup. So the Saturday, 20th of November, which is after our national break, we've got a blank game week with only six teams playing, and those teams will be Dundee United versus Aberdeen, Motherwell versus Hearts, St Mern versus Livingston. So as you can probably guess, that is our topic this week. That is also mostly the questions. So I'll just go through the questions, Tom, one at a time, and then I'm assuming by the end of it we will have probably covered everything we really want to discuss through it anyway. Mm-hmm. Right, so I'm going to see if these questions look the same. Applications. 
Right. So, first one is from AFPL Silent Bats at Silent Bats on Twitter. Is Game Week 30 a game week for Hibs? Yes, it is. Best transfer targets. We'll cover that in a minute. Next up is from the Scottish Fantasy Football community. Lately popular question this week, something you planned on covering already, but how are you guys planning on navigating double game week 13 and blank game week 14? Also, who's the best captain pick? Tavo over Ross County or Boyle away to Lovey and DSC in double game week. Great. Now, what's the next question, Joe? Two minutes. Right. That's only two questions regarding this trait, so we'll call it in first then. So, how are we going to negotiate double game week 13 by game week 14, Tom? So, first, double game week 13 is Ross County Hibs for two double games. Now, I'll start. What we can say is this, is we don't know who the Hibs players who are out with the COVID. Potential up to 10 players, two have tested positive of close contacts. The benefit we have is we will probably get early team news tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. So you'll know exactly who's playing from Hibs. And if Hibs team is decimated, then I think you would be silly enough to bring a Ross County player in. What's your thoughts? Um, well, as you mentioned, we have to see the lineup. But if if the lineup goes as expected and there's not too much impact, uh, I think probably Boyle, captain or vice captain, is probably going to be a good shout. I imagine most managers own him. Uh, Hibbs haven't been in great form just now. If you still own Nisbet, probably not the time to to get rid of him, considering they've got a double game week. If and if he features, he's obviously going to have a couple of games, but. His form this season has been um, has not been great when we think back to the returns we were getting week in, week out last season. Um, so if you go in this bit, I'd probably hold for now. I own Boyle and McGinn, so I was planning on getting rid of McGinn since Hibbs' defensive forms kind of went out the window. Um, but for me, I'll be holding on for now. Considering what? Ross... Sorry, they said, what have you found out that they were playing because of the, the team... If none of them are playing, um, yeah, I mean, I feel, I feel it's, they could potentially be ten players. That's what I'm worried about. I don't want to give people advice about like, Boyle and his McGinn example. Then a team comes out tomorrow and they're all gone. It's going to have to. I know we hate saying this, but it's going to be a wait and see. You see the team using it and just to wait and see. Yeah, keep your keep your eyes peeled on Twitter to what will be sixteen forty-five. So about half past six, you'll probably get team news. Yeah. I'd say probably as it stands just now, Boyle's probably the season keeper. He's the, the Hibs man to have. Other than that, I'm not that too impressed with the, the other players at Hibs just now. Uh, I could potentially get rid of him again or just fire the two on the bench. That's not too big an issue. Um, and then just look to captain or vice-captain someone else. In terms of Ross County, hmm, they've been kind of hit or miss. They've maybe shown a bit of form. I mean... If, if the Hibs squad is decimated, Ross County probably will get a result against Hibs. Um, Rangers, however, Rangers at Ibrox, for me it's probably going to be, they're probably going to get points against Hibs and then an extra two or three points for their appearance against Rangers. That's, that's the way I see it. It's more likely a blank game week with, a, sorry, a, a single game week with a couple of extra points thrown in. That's, that's, that's what I kind of think. However, if you're going to go for a county player, I think Ross Callahan's probably been the one that's had the, the recent form. Um, so if you if you really, really want to go Ross County, uh, Callahan's your man, I think. 
I'd like, I hope the Hibs team isn't as decimated as they make out. I hope you get a good look at it. And if it's a decent start in 11, they've got a good squad. If, you, if your players are playing, then I would, I would go for, like you said, Captain Boyle or vice captain, depending if, if they're available. I think that's going to be the best way forward. Mm-hmm. But if it's, if it's like totally decimated and you've got a Ross County player on your team, then I would start them. As you said, okay, he goes to the Rangers and they're probably going to get beat. Oh, chance he might snatch a draw, but it's probably going to be you're looking for maybe pick the right player for the whole this game. And as you said, Ross Callan, who's our one midfielder, Tom's high, high scorer, is it Cook? Uh, Reagan, Reagan Charles Cook and yeah. um, the man that kind of comes up with the big stats every week is uh, Spittle. Yeah, so there are options, but it's a weird one. We can't really, the setting game's not great for Ross County. And if Hibs is going to have to wait and see how their squad looks, because if it's a decent team, then fair enough, I'll be probably going to be captain and boil. But if the scores look totally gone, then it's not for me. What was the question? We've got, we've, we've got to remember Ross coming out playing in the blank either, so I know. That's, a, that's a player you're going to not have the following game week. I know, well, for example, I was thinking, I've got Harks for Dundee United. I mean, but there's no other player there I would want to really get rid of. It's like... Mm-hmm. <sighs> It's, it's really difficult wanting to work out who you want to go and see the fixers again. I mean, Dungeon is playing in the blank, so do I want to get rid of him? Do you mean? No. There's nobody you want to get rid of because if you're going to do something, you're just going to transfer him back in. Mm-hmm. So, uh, ideally for me, it's a case of hopefully Boyle's playing and then it makes the option easier for me. <laughs> That's the way I'm looking at it. Yep. Uh, right. So, best transfer targets when we covered that. And Scottish Community Question also asked, who's the best captain pick? Tav at home to Ross County or Boyle at Livingston? And who is it that plays at Dundee? Livingston? Aye, Livingston's the wrong team. Tav at home to uh, Ross County or Boyle away to Ross County and Livingston? So, I will we'll kind of explain that. What would you think, Tom? If Boyle's playing, would you captain Boyle or would you still go for Tav and hope he goes... Nuts at home in Ross County. Boyle seems to mainly score goals rather than assist. He's on penalties as well, so you could always go captain Tab and vice Boyle. Mm-hmm. Tab's, Tab, Tab's, got, Tab's got the chance of the clean sheet and attacking returns as well. And if he's if he's in with both, then he's he's going to be a stick on for bonus as well. So, mm-hmm. um, whereas Boyle, perhaps he's, he's going to be. Board, ma- He's been blown hot and cold recently. He's not letting centre line form, so you could pick him. You know, just be four points. Yeah. Well, four points times two, so eight points. He's on penalties. If he bags a goal, then you're going to get double points there. Mm-hmm. It depends what the squad makeup is. If it's Boyle and nine other guys, or um, <laughs> then then um, I wouldn't be too sure. But you never know. I mean. When the squad's decimated like that, you're going to get a, a lot of young boys getting a chance. They've got a point point to prove. They're obviously jockeying for a, a position in the starting eleven. You never know with these games sometimes. Yeah, I think I've been airing on the edge of safety and going for Tavernier. Old tried and tested. Yeah, we've got away for this time and look what happens. Right, exactly. Right, it's from Bill Hadaway at Bill Hadaway. Are we going to talk about the the blank? Are we going to? Oh, good. I'm just going through these questions. All right. Right, because this, this is the next one. His questions linked to it. Is Ramsey worth holding with an eye on the upcoming blank game week? 
And who are your top targets for a blank game week 14? So Ramsey Park first, Tom, and then the blank game week. Would you hold Ramsey if you had him? Um, well, they mentioned he was supposed to be out for the rest of the month, so we're in November now, so it's possible that he could be back. Uh, Ramsey's obviously... Aberdeen are starting to hit a bit of form now. They're starting to kind of show a bit of promise in front of goals. Um, you've got the likes of McGeoch assisting. I think if Ramsey comes back into the squad, he'll be he'll be setting up goals as well. He's that's his thing. Um, since he's not really getting clean sheets, um, so I, I think he's a hold for now. If if you can if you can manage to to make up a, a decent start in eleven and still keep a hold of him, then yes, I think he's a hold. Yeah, the fact that he's playing the blank game week, I wouldn't want to get rid of him because you're just going to do it. Who are you going to bring in? Somebody else's. Exactly, the other so teams. I would just keep him. And they're a bit underrated. Maybe it's maybe the, not maybe the greatest fixture, but it's not the worst fixture either in the former end. So yeah. I'd be holding him. And what was his next part of the question? Who are your top targets for the bye game week 14? So you want to discuss the bye week game 14, Tom, and then you can say the targets you'd have. Yeah. So the fixtures are Dundee United, Aberdeen, Motherwell, Hearts and St Mirren, Livingston. So looking at those three fixtures, the first thing that kind of stands out to me is all these teams are pretty evenly matched. There's no sort of, well, certainly not a a Rangers versus Ross County in there. So um, it's difficult to really pick out players that you think they're definitely going to return. I think all of these games could probably go either way. at present, for me, my approach is if I if all the players that are going to be playing are currently fit, are currently fit, then I'll have six. I've got two transfers to go. Um, that should take me to eight. I'm quite happy with that because if you look at obviously there's no Celtic, there's no Rangers. I'm not going to be rushing to transfer out my, my Celtic and Rangers players at present because um, you end up just, you're going to end up just taking hits to get them back in. For for this kind of game week as well, it's a bit of a double-edged sword. No, no Rangers and no Selic means you can probably take a punt on your captain and vice-captain. And I think it's one of those game weeks where you, if you nail that, it doesn't matter if you've got a full 11 or not. I think if you nail that, then you're going to get a leg up against your opponents. Um, it's a difficult one to pick out. I mean, I, I couldn't say for certain who my captain and vice-captain would be, just glancing at the fixtures there. Um, but... It's one of those ones where if you if you if you're lucky and it lands right, then then you're laughing. So I think it would be silly to take risks and take hits. Correct, I agree with you 100. What I want to do next week is I think this will be our homework on a topic, Tom. We are going to build a wild card for that game week. Huh? If we if we're going to that's what we'll do next week. So that Sounds can be our, our topic. We can do it if we had a total blank. I basically haven't got a three hit chip, so it's like a three hit slash wild card. Yeah, and the good thing about the wild card in this game is you do get two or three transfers at the other end of it, so you could potentially wild card this game week, get the maximum you could probably can if again you pick it all correctly, and then the next week you could use your two transfers to get two of your old firm players back in, for example, and build a team again for there. Just an idea, because mm. I'm looking at you thinking best targets for this game week. There's none stamp. We submit a hope of Anderson. I mean that's the one I think. Probably the most I'd think would be St. Mern, probably. Yeah, but they just, just, <laughs> just lost to Dundee, that. though, that's the thing. I know that, I know that. I'm thinking, mate, Motherwell's away. Motherwell's at home at Hearts. Hearts form has dipped. The yeah, they've, they've not been keeping the clean sheets, 
So maybe Tony Watt. Yeah, and then I'm looking at right, the next one. Dundee United to hold me up a team. Form would say Dundee slightly dipped again after their peak. I think they were up yeah. XG and Aberdeen seen it on the rise. And they could have matched their XG, so you maybe think Aberdeen maybe. If you've got Ramirez like myself, I think I may be going for a what maybe vice captain point on Ramirez that week. But as it's going to be hard, you have to wait and see. You can work to see a better sample size when you see the games this week and how yeah. the form, and form continues. I know you'll have that kind of recency bias in the back of your mind. Yep. Yeah. So um, that's not as good, but Right, and the next question is from Josh McSee at Footblog. With two big calls in the past two game weeks, is the mantra of always captain Tav coming back to the fore? Tom? Um, looking at looking at the recent fixtures that uh, Tav is holding, obviously, the, the weekend there it was against Motherwell and then Aberdeen... Uh, I, th- I think it's probably a case of occasionally, occasionally captain tab. I think um, you've got you've got to play the fixtures. I think. Um, well, his next four, he's got Ross County at home, Leicester away, Hibs away, and Dundee at home. So there's a few out of four them. You'd think he's just going to win quite comfortably. So mm-hmm. he's definitely on the radar for captain the three. And if yeah. Hibs form I'm, doesn't doesn't continue to rise again, then there's no so you could captain in that game as well. I mean, I wouldn't say always captain Tav because Rangers aren't keeping the same defensive form as they were last season. Um, I don't think it's just a gimme every week that the captaincy stays on Tav. I think you still have to suss it, but as it stands just now, sometimes captain Tav. <laughs> well, but I say, like, this game we coming up, Celtic to wait Dundee, Rangers are hoping Ross County. So there's two plum fixtures you'd say. I mean, there's no reason why Furuhashi or Jota and Tavenier couldn't all in the same week. It's just picking the right one at the right time. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, the week after, then the week after, if they're blank, Celtic's got Aberdeen at home, which could potentially be tough. But Rangers are away at Livingston, and they don't seem to have issues with Livingston, so that could be a good game to capture them. And then two weeks' time again after that, Celtic's done United, so that has had a tough way fixture, but Rangers are hoping Dundee. So you just think Captain Tav there. But again, like you say, it's like occasionally Captain Tav, not always Captain Tav, and display the fixtures. Mm-hmm. There's, there's always the worry, obviously, um, Patterson as well, because uh, obviously Rangers have got their European commitments and starting mm-hmm. to get to this sort of busy, congested type time of year. So that obviously is a bit of a worry. So always, if you can, hold off till the last minute. If you can get early team news, that's ideal. The only thing that will be is when you start playing Europe, It'll be Sunday games, so you won't get a team news for yeah. Right, and we covered that. And they'll start for double game week, blank game week, Tom. No, I think that's just covered it. So, the last bit of advice again would see hold tomorrow at the last minute to see the other team news before making decisions. Yes, right. We'll go on to the FPL then if you are ready with that. Okay, so the week top three is. Number one, two, and three will change it. So number one is Yuchi Gang, Murray McDermott, now in 709 points. Up to second is Robbie Dempsey, Concrete Lines, 697. And Mel- Melvino, 11, is up to third with 690 points. And I was trying to look for a high score. They're not particularly massive ones this week. Oh, Daniel Arnott of his parish, Picnic George, 68 points. I don't know if she has any more than that. Yep, that's the highest one in the top 50. 
and he had Mendy for six, Chilwell for eight, or the mental for six, Mankilo for one, Gallagher 13, Havertz six, Captain Salah 10, Townsend two, Pookie two, Antonio two, Ronaldo 12, I left nothing on the bench. So what was your score this week, Tom, and your game rank? So my score this week was 54 points, and my overall rank now is... Are you one game week rank or overall rank? Overall rank, sorry. Uh, overall rank is 178,551. Um, points came from Sa and Goal, got me three points. Uh, back line of Liveramento got me six. Chilwell got me eight. Trent Alexander-Arnold got me uh, one. And Duffy got me zero. In midfield, I had Brownhill for two. Captain Salah got me ten. Rafinha got me nine. Townsend, two. Up front, Vardy got me one point, And Ronaldo got me twelve. Okay. Which is your rank was then again, sorry? 178,000. Nice, it's one of my difference with me there. Right, I had 48 points this week. I had Sang goals for three, Cancelo two, Christiansen six, Trent one, Smith row nine, Captain Salah ten, Rafinha nine, Grealish two, Jesus two, that was a point for Lukaku this week, Tony two, and Antonio two, and Lothermento on the bench for six points is the only thing, but that's what he has. He gave me the first off the bench. And my overall rank is 136101 this week. Slight down. I think it was down by 1.6%, it says on the FPL Live. So, before I go any further, Tom, I forgot to ask you the Scottish transfers, captains, vice-captains. Okay, what is the thoughts then as it stands? Transfers, captains, vice-captains. Scottish game. Uh, in the Scottish game, I'm probably going to get rid of Cummings. Um, he's not going to be doing a whole lot. I'm probably getting Tony Watt since he seems to be the the sort of emerging talisman at Motherwell. Um, captains and vice-captain, I'm thinking probably going to be, oh, I think I mentioned it earlier, maybe look at Captain Tav and vice-captain Boyle. Obviously, line-up dependent. If Boyle doesn't feature, then after that... Maybe Ramirez? No Furuhashi with Dundee? No, not interested in that? I don't own Furuhashi, so... Unfortunately, that's not an option for me. He didn't, <laughs> he didn't, he didn't, he didn't do much on the weekend, though, so no, I'm not missing out much. He didn't, he didn't hurt you last couple of weeks, that's fine. I, I, my transfer again would be team-dependent. I think I'll wait and see. If Hibs are decimated, I might take a punt on a one-Ross County player for a week. A captain will probably be Tav and vice-captain will probably boil if he's playing a decent team and if Hibs don't look that good then I'll probably go and put on Furuhashi for Dundee. Right, back to English game then Tom. The topic this week is a quick one. Spurs have now sacked Nuno and appointed Conte. So what's your thoughts on that overall and does that now make you think different about Spurs assets going forward? Um, I think it does, yeah. Um, teams often get a new manager bounce. It's a tricky one. Spurs do have decent fixtures. Uh, they've got Everton up next, then Leeds, Burnley, Brentford and Norwich. Um, obviously, Brentford are fairly solid defensively, but it's not a bad fixture run when you look at it. Um, I've got a bit of a <clears throat> situation just now where I'm not too sure what I'm going to be doing with Ronaldo. Obviously, he did get the goal and assist and three bonus at the weekend. However, Man United haven't had the best form, so there is the possibility of me making the move from Ronaldo to, to Kane. 
Um, it's a bit of a wait and see for me. Obviously, Kane, the situation is he, like, he obviously wanted to get that move during the summer and he's not really been the same since. So is it really a manager problem or is it a, an attitude problem from the players? It's a tricky one to suss it. I think we I could probably follow the pod mantra and go wait and see. Yep, I'm similar. I'm thinking, I think we'll definitely get better under Conor with more attacking. So my eyes more on Sun than Kane. I think if Sun becomes a viable asset again, they'd be right in the mound field. Whereas Kane, again, with the price, I'll need a bit of chicory poker in that team to get him in. Whereas I'll be happy mm-hmm. to wait there now. Plus, like I said before, with the Man United situation, the following gets the sacks and and they get a new manager in before these game swings and game week 15 or something. Man, these fixes are amazing. So I don't think I could have Ronaldo, Kane and Salah. So mm-hmm. it's one or the other. So it brings up an aspect. Who would be your captain and transfer this week then in the FPL? Um, let's have a look. Captain probably. It's got to stay on Salah, hasn't it? And vice captain. Is Martin this game? <laughs> What's that? Is it Martin that's got an English game of vice captain? It's only if Salah doesn't play, does it? I suppose so. That's true. Uh, transfer this week. I'm not too sure because I've got Townsend kind of stinking at my team. He's not really done much recently. He's blanked the last three game weeks despite having a decent start uh, to the season. So that's a, a tricky one. But I've got um, Marcel at Wolves. He's not really done a lot and he's missed the last two game weeks as well. So... I've got a little bit of money to play with. I think I've got 5.2. So maybe looking at a defender there. I'm not too sure. Crystal, Pal- uh, Crystal Palace have a decent run of form, so I could maybe go Townsend to Conor Gallagher, or I could maybe look and see about another defender. But I'm not seeing that. Finally, Gallagher, I know he done well this week, but see where he had that great hole at the start of the season. Because mm-hmm. he was, he was like bursting into the team, but he can play a bit deeper because he was coming to the team, but then does that at the weekend and kind of proves that theory wrong, I suppose. Yeah, he got, he got an assist at the weekend and he's fairly cheap as well, so as long as he's getting something every now and again, I'd be quite happy. Um, it'd be better than just getting blanks every week, so. Or I could, or I could go defender. I think. I, I was thinking about uh, Smith Rowe at Arsenal, but Arsenal, after they faced Watford this weekend, the fixtures become a little bit mixed. They've got Liverpool, then Newcastle, Man United, Everton. Uh, so there's better runs of fixtures out there. It's just his price. I got him really cheap, so I'm happy to have him as a little cheap midfielder option. Yeah. I think it was 5.2 or 5.3 when I got him. I can't tell. You won't think, can you? I could maybe even go a, a Brentford defender. They've not been too bad at the back. Mm-hmm. I think my transfer will be... I'm sorry, first I'll give you the point to keep on Salah. I think I'll upgrade Christensen to either James or Chilwell. Mm-hmm. None of them are starting tonight, so I think that's him to be able to play the weekend. And Christensen's starting tonight, and he was kind of like a placeholder there now where they could manage to release the funds. I think I'll be good making that move. So James or... Chilwell. Who would your preference be there, Tom? Um, I think it's probably Chilwell for me. I got him in on the weekend. Um, he 
he scored not last game week, but the three game weeks before that. And then against Newcastle, he got the clean sheet as well. It seems to be he either plays 90 or nothing as well. So if uh, you've got a yeah, yeah. if you've got a decent first sub, then that's quite uh, advantageous to yourself. Whereas James, sometimes if they're chasing a little bit or they've not really got a big cushion, he can sometimes come on um, as a sub. So I'd probably go Chilwell. At least then you can either lock in the, the points or you've got someone to come in in his place. I think it would be chill. I'm trying to think else would want to go with. Do me Gray's kind of stink the place up at 5.8? Uh, up front, Tony, Jesus, and Antonio. I'm happy to stick with that right now. Rafinha, Sal, and Grealish. Grealish, ideally. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to stick with him for another couple weeks, I think. He can go later on. Becomes Foden. I mean, because I've got Man United with him. I don't know if I have a point to prove after getting beat by Crystal Palace, or I could potentially go there. I think I'm just going to make a move. Chris Chitty Chilwell, I think that makes, or James, I'll think about it all the weekend. That'll be the move I make. And I've, I see between one Chelsea defender in there, and I'll still play the cash to the back for a move after a national break. Mm-hmm. It's a tricky one this season. There's not really, we're now coming up for game week 11, and lineups still aren't really settled. We can't sort of. There's not certain players and certain teams that we can hang a hat on. And then we've got uh, teams like Spurs, where they're just not really showing the form. Uh, it's, uh, I think this game's a lot trickier, especially, especially Leeds as well, because Leeds kind of offered us the cheapy options, which was good. Um, however, just now they're missing, I think they're missing Bamford a little bit. Rodrigo's had a decent run. So, yeah, I think it's a bit, we're at a tricky point in the season. Plus, I think it's with the league and the league's improving the t- scores are get bigger so it's like a much more pull to players to pick for like teams like Southampton for example are making similar eight changes and still a strong team so it's harder to get the teams that are nailed every week like your cheap yeah. middle mid-side teams are all just now a picker I think this is where it comes out to play you need a strong bench you need a, at mm-hmm. least two two of your three players on the bench that will play so if something happens you've got them coming on yeah I'd agree with that definitely right don't bring this to an end then that is us finished so, like I say, next week's homework will both, and if Gunnar's back from his illness, have a wild card potential for game week 14. Who would we come out with? And we'll see how we all how we line up with each other. Magic. So we can look at that wild card and then look at the fixtures, obviously how you build it, the fixtures coming after it, until I see how you do it and then see how it looks. Right, Tom, get your plugs in and say goodbye. So I am at FFS underscore Scout on Twitter. You can hit me up there. Um, no more rate my teams. I was getting inundated, so I've had to close that one off. <laughs> Is that what he stood for? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, yep, hit me up on there and you can catch me next time on the pod. Right, you can also follow Gunnar at FPL Gunnar or Gunnar FPL where you look at Google, you'll find them. I'm at Fantasy Half. Keep your eyes peeled on Twitter during a national break. We'll be announcing another cup. If you like your pod, please give us a review wherever you get your podcast. And that is us. So we'll see you later. Say goodbye, Tom. Bye-bye. That's goodbye for me. Cheers for listening. Thank you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 